We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Heat Beat Post Game Show. I'm your host, Carla Novice. I'm with me today. Wait, reality check, Master. Tiffany Beats. Hey. How hey. you doing? Hey. <laughs> Take a shoot. <laughs> talk about stuff. Uh, welcome to they, they were doing things, Vaughn. They did think they did basketball <laughs> things, Siobhan. They did. They they did the things. Vic did some things. They did Vic things. Did things. Hi, people. I've been away from a been away for a while. What's up? Hey, guys. Back like Depot. Ed Duncan. <laughs> Shout out to chat. Shout out to chat. Shout out to uh, AKW Beats. Resubscribe with Prime. Uh, love you. That sh- that keeps the lights on around here. Uh, as I file a company taxes. So shout out to all y'all. You you make this uh you make this uh you make this venture possible uh for all of us to do this together uh in the ways that we do. So I love y'all. Guys, you know, yes. heat win. You know, heat whether win. you know we don't we don't have to talk about the macro today. You know, we know how we feel about the macro. <laughs> Let's just talk about it tonight, man, because I don't know, sometimes you need a win. Sometimes you just need to feel good in March. Sometimes on a Monday in March, some places, Tiff. You, and yeah. Bond, you know, it could be very cold in some places. And sometimes listen, you just need something to warm your heart. Like, listen, it was snowing, snowing here in Chicago yesterday. It was thunderstorming today. I don't know what the hell is up, but sometimes, yeah, you just want to feel good. And it was raining threes in Miami, something that you can't say very right. often. What a professional segue. Tiffany Meeks. Yes. <laughs> the shooting. What happened? It went in. That's what she said. Uh, Uh, Oh, that's what what anybody said. You know, that's what what they said. (laughs) It's gender inclusive. That's what they said. That's what they said. Listen, Uh, it went in. That's, I mean, what else can we ask for at this point? Like you, that's it. Put the ball in the basket. I mean, that is the story of the game, right? You put the this ball in the basket. And, <laughs> but, I mean, 
I, I think a, I don't know how many fast break points they had or even fast break attempts. They just looked faster tonight. I mean, they didn't look speed racerish, but they just yeah. looked faster. Well, you know, Depot had I'm not, zip. <laughs> and, uh, right. And Caleb, but I'm not talking about Depot. But Caleb I'm just was meaning, zippy. Yeah. You know, kind of. But in general, they, they were fed off that. They, yeah, they were getting up and down. I think we like we forget about like when you're not stagnant and everybody's moving and the ball actually pops, shots go in. Yeah, like energy. <laughs> like it's a it's it's contagious. The ball finds energy, bodies find energy. When people yep. just feel the the leather of the ball touch their hands, they feel involved. They feel you know, a part of what's happening. And so you want to run, you want to get out, yep. you want to play, you know, you want to play fast, you want to play lively. And it it, it looks good or it, it feels good to watch. Right. I don't have, so tonight, guys, I never have questions about their heart. I know that they'll compete. Whether it takes a little bit of time to get there, I know they're going to, I don't have, I, I don't think they're like a group that'll roll over and die. I just need them yeah. to do this. For 48. You guys are not, you're not the Celtics. You're not the Warriors. Let's just say it. You're not the right. fucking Knicks. You right. don't, you know, <laughs> you know, let's 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 be real here. You gotta right. they you gotta, gotta play turn hard. tables. Yeah, and we talked about this on pregame show, Bon, how they cannot they need to try hard. Cause like, yeah. you know, they you know, they used to call the Celtic fans and the Sixer fans called us try hard heat. Like it was like, you know, they were trying like so hard in the regular season. Like that's, but that was their identity. And I think that they, I think they go away from that at times and they're just not talented enough. But tonight they had it. Vic was flying. I know the defense early wasn't good, but I think that they bond corrected that they were active. They were moving. They made some mental mistakes, but I don't think it was like, oh, they're, they're not trying. They brought the effort and the energy tonight. Yeah, this group always has to be a group of tryhards. And it's yeah. it's it depends on how, you know, what frame of mind you want to look at that in, right? Like, you know, I've been saying it, they are not uber talented. And and that's not like that's not uh such a bad thing to say. It just kind of is who that who they who it's it factual. is what it is. Right. It's a factual thing. It's been a factual thing. And I don't know why people take it to heart so bad. It's why they have to be the strongest, the hardest working, mm-hmm. the toughest, the grittiest, all that stuff. But you know, and 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 when they do it, you get you get good results, but it's tough, right? It's difficult. Right. They're not athletic, they're not uber talented, they're not big, and so they have to live and, and die by their efforts. And sometimes the the mental mistakes, like you said, you know, sometimes those things can can kind of fuck them over a bit because their margin for error is is slow, slim. And so mental mental lapses on top of lack of effort is where you see them you know kind of get into a lot of trouble but they cannot afford to have both of those off on the in, on the same night um and i think you're right the defense was was shaky to to begin they they did kind of correct it i we talked a little bit in the in the group chat about um you know they're trapping out high and they had gone away from it or at least it felt like a bit for me um at some points in the season and it's kind of back and and with that um, you know, people aren't really tagging the role guy where we're having to pinch in off of our, our weak side. So we got one person over here, garden shooter. Caleb is that person garden shooter. He has to pinch in to take the role, fly back out. We over rotate. We, when we get right. undisciplined, right. right. When we get undisciplined 
and how hard we have to play, that's when they lapse and that's when teams kind of take advantage of us. But when they don't um, and, and they and all of the pieces do the things right when Vic stops doing these weird snatchbacks and these pullbacks, mm-hmm. go straight ahead. Like maybe I said this a little bit before, too, like maybe he's not still beating people off of that very first step. But Vic's second and third step are still quicker than a lot of people. So if he would just take that first one and then take two and three and keep going vertically, you know, we'd, we'd get a lot of good stuff. And so I, I hope he continues to do that. The defense does have to continue to stay connected. They got to gain rebound. Um, but yeah, this is, this is who they are and, but this is who they've been. And so fans can't take it as a slight. You just, you right. have to lean into it and expect them to lean into it too and jimmy says it too like we come out here a lot like like we're just hot shit like we're better than people like we can just pull up and and get wins and it's, that's not how that ha- uh josh josh finkelstein duncan better than prime ray allen that's a lot of dip on your chip um but <laughs> happy to see him back too but yeah gee they corrected stuff and they have to stay everyone that did what they did today they have to stay there going forward mm-hmm. Shout out to Josh Finkelstein, by the way. Gave a gifted a tier one sub uh, again. Mm-hmm. Love and, and respect and and, and appreciate all the, dip on the chip. all the love and the dip on the chip. <laughs> Tip before we go to the yes. shooting, do you want anything to add on kind of their 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 def- their roller coaster on defense today? Um, no. I mean, I'm not surprised. I think yeah. it's the hardest thing is to beat the same team back to back, right? So. Atlanta came out. They were ready. That you beat in the playoffs. That, exactly. That, like, has, yeah. Well, I mean, but they beat in the playoffs. Like, we're not – they're not fundamentally the same Heat team. No, so, but like, I, I, mean, is... for, I mean on Atlanta's side, like, they – you know, there's a little extra edge for them. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think that, like, yeah, uh, w- when this happens, when you beat the team and then you got to come right back, they're going to throw that first punch, and they did. So the idea is that can you just hang around enough to course correct? And that's what the Heat did. And then also I just kind of want to like piggyback on when you're talking about Vic just getting that straight line, getting downhill, doing all those things. Like what we also have to remember about Vic, Vic is a volume scorer. Like he needs to put up shots to be effective. Um, Tonight I love that he got the drive going. And then with the drive, it seemed like it made him more comfortable in shooting the three because he looked a lot more comfortable tonight than he's been looking the last couple of weeks. But he got all the opportunities he needed in the open court. Um, 32 minutes, 12 shots. I feel like, has he shot? I feel like 12 is a lot of shots for him. It, it it is, but that's what he needs. But the thing is, yes, I, yeah. to get into that open into that open space in the court, you know what else we need? We need other players running out wide. We don't need them. And those those are things that they have been doing over the last couple of weeks. Everything is so congested. He's trying to get into the paint, and then you've got people who are crossing him, who are who are trying to post. Like there's just too many different actions happening at one time. And tonight. Everybody did their job. They filled the lanes. They stayed wide. And they allowed him to be like that one-man wrecking crew that we thought he was going to be. And I think the shooting, and this is a good transition to, to get into this, I think the shooting has a lot to do with that tonight because, you know, he he's also one of the not great shooters. And he had it going tonight, which mm-hmm. opened up his game. And Duncan mm-hmm. had it going. And Tyler hit a couple late that were big. And, and just and Caleb and, and Matt. And just general that I thought that it was – 
offense was flowing in a way that he was able to kind of utilize the space that they created. I think Bond, what you and Tiff touched on earlier about the the ball like not sticking. I want to give Cody Zeller a lot of credit too because mm. he's mm-hmm. a very he's a very apt passer. He doesn't over hold the ball. He's just he's just a very smart player, and uh, you know got hit hit Caleb for a couple times uh, as a cut mm-hmm. as a cutter and stuff like that. But guys, uh, the three point shooting tonight, they shot over fifty five percent from three. Duncan looked really good. Uh, they they got threes off many different actions. It wasn't like it used to be where it was like okay DHO or bust. It was driving yep. kick. It was handoffs. It yep. was pull ups. Uh, Bond. It was everything. They, they got they got shooting everywhere. And I don't know if they'll obviously they're not going to shoot fifty five percent again. But damn man, it feels good to like oh yeah, that's what an NBA offense should do when you have these kinds of players who are like supposed like shooters or specialists. We scored 130 points today, and that felt nice to see. No, that's crazy. <laughs> that's nuts. Do that to us, <laughs> man. But yes, and I, I tweeted this earlier, and you know, like shout out to shout out to Duncan, and I, I'm happy for him. You said in the chat, like you're happy for, him, and I'm genuinely happy for him mm-hmm. too. Like, I, I I I truly believe that there has always kind of been some space for him. You know, at least within the floor of the offense, his defense in the foul trouble, those are the things I think keep him off the floor. But even with that, I still believe that there have been space to play him. And my issue with the offense last season was never the fact that the DHOs were a part of the offense. It was the fact that, like you said, it was DHO or bust. It was Mm -hmm. DHO or a goddamn die because we were not doing anything else to facilitate movement, to no decoy, no shearing of offense, no like Mm -hmm. opening up space on the floor. It was just this handoff is this big in the drop. Can you get this off? No. Can you get this little bounce pocket pass to the road? No. Well, then fuck. Like, that's all my pockets are. Revolving door. That's all I have. Let's do it again. That's all I have. Right. And so, right, to see that they are. To, to knock down the catch and shoot stuff, the driving kicks, the stuff that that have been open, um, you know, these are the type of looks that they've been getting. And I, I've said this too, like there's no, I do not expect them to have continued to have shot as poorly as they have been. Um, and, and again, you know, like you say, I don't know if they continue to shoot 55%, but there there's a middle ground somewhere. Right. Right. And, and even just reaching that opens up their offense a bit more than what it than in, than, than what it has looked. And so yeah, I, I if we've shot like shit all season. If this is when the, the shots decide to start right. to fall and as we're heading in, then, then so be it. I'll take right. it and, and let's continue to to you know to kind of ride this. I hope everyone feels right. good about themselves. Gabe gave them eight, but he gave them two for five from three early on. I think that like that was good for him. Just everyone kind of did the things like we were joking about earlier. And right. and and they aren't unsustainable things. Like they've been getting great looks all season right. and they just have not gone in. And so hopefully that, that tide is is turned for good. I'm glad that you said that, Bond, because it's like dudes that are supposed to hit shots, like Max and Duncan and Gabe, like dudes that you I think that you know, we got to a point last season that you trusted them to do that. And I think, yeah. you know, I think Gabe and Max have kind of proved, you know, hashtag more than a shooter. Uh, Tiff, I thought tonight was good for Duncan in that sense because right. man finished an oop. Um, yep. had, had the little pump fake and go. Threw a oop. Well, like, passing, the, the, just, just complete thing, offensive game. The thing with this team is that, like, you got to stay ready because, you know, 
not for nothing, they're never all healthy at once. No. So you're always going to get your opportunity, even though it looks like you're you're just like buried all the way at the end of the bench. You're going to get yeah. your opportunity. And with Love out and them starting Max and then you bump Duncan up in the rotation, that, that was his opportunity. And he stayed yeah. ready so he didn't have to get ready. But like you said, you love the other little things, the, the oop, the passes, because – the reality is we've also seen defenses get into these guys where they can't get the shots off. So what else can you do? Um, and and like we said, if the shots keep falling and, you know, y- you enter the playoffs, you enter the playoffs with some bow of confidence, especially the shooters. You have a and, gun. It may not be fully loaded, but you got a, you got a couple rounds in there. Listen. You don't like that analogy? No. I mean, I mean, I don't, I, it's, it's like I, it's not like it's not like you trust them to do anything, but like, damn, can you can you at least scare somebody a little bit? Like, fuck. He said, so we do it. We, we 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 showed up with a water pistol. Pretty much. I mean, that's what they do all season, and then teams just started laughing. It's like, what? What is you know? It's the Stephen A's thing. What do you think? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> what? You know, I, not I, I. sometimes do this, but like you know, I uh, the competitive fighting game I play in. Sometimes, like when you play a, a character matchup, sometimes it's knowing this character is not threatening me in these positions. And once you learn that in a matchup, you're like, oh well, you're sitting on the platform. You can't. There's nothing bad's gonna happen to me if I'm on this platform because you don't have the tools to deal with it. And I think a lot of opponents kind of look at the heat that way. It's like, oh wow, you're gonna pull up from three. I don't give a shit. Like. What, what, what do I care? You know what I mean? Like right. nothing bad's going to happen to me if you do these things. I just need to make sure that you don't do like we know the heat's win condition, right? They want to get a lot of free throws and they want to force a ton of turnovers. Atlanta had 11 turnovers tonight. Atlanta took care of the ball. When Philadelphia came in here, they took care of the ball. Like teams that take care of the ball, like Miami has a difficult time kind of stopping them because of the way that their defense is designed now. Right. And I was I was very happy that they found a way to win when their win conditions were not met. They won in a different way tonight. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shea Serrano. And we are back. 
We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f- best. Each week, Chase Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture-themed trophies for six basketball-related activities. Trophies like the Dominic Toretto I Live My Life a Quarter Mile at a Time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina Wine Mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. And I just think that's, listen, I'm not, I don't, my opinion does not change on this team because of this game, but it was a very encouraging sign and hopefully a building block. Now, I'm not going to get tricked, and I think all of us are in the same boat. We're not going to get tricked into being like, this is the one. I like this. This is nice. This is great. I need to see an extended stretch right. of this that I will start to believe in any of this. Because we've all they've had moments where they like shoot well or whatever, but obviously this is this is this is this takes a lot to fix, uh Siobhan. Yeah. 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 No, I'm I'm with you. Like this was cute. This was cool. These are what these are the things we need to Listen, you only get this type of analysis here. Um, but these are the things that we need to see. But these are the things that we need for whatever their playoff hopes are. Continued success, like you said, or continuing to do the things, the the things like this. Gee, I wanted to ask you something. What are your how'd you feel about BAM tonight? So I actually we talked on pregame like defense. So I want to start defensively. Okay. We were wondering how much they were gonna switch because like Capella killed them offensive rebounding last game. And I felt a lot of the same things, and some of that was in zone. Some of that was switching. I thought there were times that you could tell that they had to play more offensive-minded units, and I could tell that Bam was out of position a couple of times. There was a Trey Young drive where he kind of froze Bam with a little ball fake where he got to the rim, and Eric Reed's like, you know, it was a, might as well have set up the red carpet. It was like in the fourth <laughs> And I'm like, oh, Bam just, just Bam froze. He did not step up because I think that – he he had too much to like look around other than Depot and Jimmy. I think that those were kind of, that was kind of a lineup where it was, it was a little tough for him. I thought he had a moment bond where he had a dribble. This is going to sound funny, but he had a dribble handoff with Duncan and he got the ball at the elbow and Duncan ran back as he normally does to kind of take his man out of the play. And Bam didn't go to do another handoff. He took, cause they switched that and he took Bogdanovich yeah. and he put his ass under the basket and I'm like, that is character development. That's what we've been waiting for. <laughs> and to me, I'm like, it, I don't know. It was like, it felt like watching like somebody take a step for the first time. I'm like, wow, I, that's like literally the element to his game that we have begged him to do. And it was just like, mm-hmm. it, it was, I know that we've like already like gone past that. Cause he's already a different offensive player, but it was just like in that moment, that was the thing that, specifically would drive us up a wall and he just did the right thing and i was just happy for him you know what i mean so that's like kind of how i felt about him today i'm like we made we took steps and i'm happy how did you feel about him um tiff do you have anything on band first i don't want to um i think i i think i said um he didn't look bad he looks pedestrian um damn and i think 
I just actually think that um, the workload has caught up to him. I think so, a little, a bit. So, so he's not, like the other night he got off, but he's not having these spark plug games that he was having early on in the season. I think that him having to carry the scoring load, but also the defensive end is, I think it's just like catching up with him. Some guys- of the defensive, go ahead. Do you, do you guys think that, like, part of it is that his jumper fell down to earth a little bit? So he's shooting, you know, he's still 46% from mid-range on the season, which is very good. Um, it's in the 75 percentile, uh, you know, which is good. It's it's good. But it was, it was higher before. And I think some of the offensive production is that number has kind of tailed off recently. And I think he was getting a lot of mileage off. They're not playing this well enough, and I'm going to mm-hmm. rise up and get this. Well, and that's gone away a little bit. And I think that's kind of like I think he has to readjust when that's not like totally falling all the time. I don't know if you guys agree. I mean, part of the rise up is having the lift. For sure. I I don't think that the the lift isn't the same as it was early on in the season. Um <laughs> his finishing's gone down too. He's yeah, at he's at sixty five percent, which is not good. But you is what's but gone he, down? Fin- the finishing at, at the rim it's at 75 oh, yeah. he was at 70 last year yeah i think that but this is also like it's interesting because so we know he has that mid-range like it's there um i i just think it's that a he's yeah i think he's worn down um i like i said he just he he's look he's looking he's looking off but if you look forward into next season that's part of the maturation process so it's kind of like I have the mid-range in my pocket. Now what am I adding? So like right. to me, I look at it like, yeah, you're dipping and all these things, but I'm already looking forward to next season to see, okay, what's the next tool you need to add to make you a more dominant offensive player? I think for me, I'm, I've, I feel like the same way that you feel about him offensively, Tiff. And, and even with the shooting numbers, maybe haven't fallen down a little bit, G. You know, like you said, it's still a weapon. It's still something that he shouldn't really hesitate to go to, at least early on in games. If it's there, they're sagging off. If your lane is crowded, you have that space. You have to take it. Otherwise, the lane is just going to stay crowded, and we're back in whatever that playoff matchup was when Brooke was giving him, you know, 18 feet of room around his feet. I think some of the things that's a bit concerning for me with Bam has been – some of the stuff defensively um, and in the switching in Nikias and I were talking in a different chat earlier, um, some of his containment, he's not containing as well. And it, it hasn't just been this game. It isn't just the, the Trey. It wasn't just the Trey young drive. I think uh, Deandre beat him a couple of times. Like guys have been finding more success, taking Bam off of the dribble than they were um, in some seasons prior and i and that worries me because if we're not you keeping mean, him home capella tonight like who capella do you, what do you mean like bam's getting taken off the dribble i'm by by the guards like in oh, some of the switching in his like guards. yeah in his in his perimeter kind of containment he's not containing as as much as he kind of was at one point and and that worries me because if we're not you know we don't play him in a drop so he's not really home a lot 
and he's being weaponized as you know keep these guys kind of out front in front of you and so when that starts to slip and now that's also forcing rotation that's also forcing you know kind of baseline helping and, and all of these other things some of that is 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 starting to worry me um of course i expect that, that to tighten up in the playoffs with you know more time kind of between games to to rest or whatever um i think for me personally those are that is an area where I, I've kind of kept my eye on a little bit and it's not even really an effort things it, it's it's discipline it's details he's like he's jumping out he's giving high a high foot he's giving driving lanes he's not squaring guys up stuff like that easily correctable um but stuff that I'm like oh let's 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 tighten that back up a bit another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, I think I think he's playing a little high too. I thought tonight, and yeah. I think I think Trey does that to you. I think that you want to play him high because you really. I think, at, so Atlanta and this. I think Bond. This was like a game plan for the coaches. That, you know, it's funny because Miami gave up a season high points in the paint tonight. Atlanta is is you know statistically one of the worst teams at getting into the paint. Uh, they're they're one of the lowest kind of paint scoring teams in the league, which makes sense. Like I think Trey wants to kind of play on the perimeter, get like dudes in a drop and then kind of get some Trey has like one of the highest like floater percentages in the league too. Yeah. So it's but weird. that's just Trey. It's like all the other yeah. guys. Yeah. He's like he's spraying yeah. out and, and like stuff like that. So you know yeah. tonight I thought okay it's gonna be a lot of you know if Miami if Miami like if this breaks it's gonna be they're gonna get offensive rebounded to death. And uh mm-hmm. I just didn't think it'd be like Trey beating Bam on the perimeter. And I did think that tonight Bam was playing a little bit up high, which I think was the game plan. They're like, okay, Bam, play up high. Don't let them like, we're going to send help, which they did um, at times. <laughs> uh, and But, you know, as we talked about, like kind of with the early traps and stuff, I thought that they were just doing it too early and then they kind of went away from it and they really like stopped trapping him, um, which I thought yeah. was interesting. But yeah, I, I kind of, I'm with you on the Bam thing, but I thought tonight specifically, it was probably like, that came from the coaching staff. It's like play high, let them let them do what they're not good at, and will will be able to contain. Which they were wrong. I mean, Atlanta scored a fuck ton of points, and so I mean they lost that bet. But I I'd, I'd venture to say that that was a coaching decision. I hope so. <laughs> uh, in general, kind of uh, Tiff. Let's let's close yes. out the show. Let's close out the show talking about Yurt, uh, a guy who didn't play because. People wanted That's him to play. That's an abrupt switch. That's a, People, <laughs> I, I thought you were maybe going to touch on Tyler. Jim, we go to. Is go there ahead. something I'm, to talk I'm, about? I I, I got to no, be honest. Is there something to talk about Tyler? I no. Like this is just, oh no. This is a I mean, run of the mill Tyler hero I'm, game. Plays I'm, like ass. 
hits a couple threes at the end, and everyone's like, Eric Reed's like, you know, Boy Wonder always finds it when it counts. And you I'm know, just saying, not the problem, right? Like, can't, I'm just can't saying, move. Max was. I'm just saying, Max was three for four. Probably could have got a few more shots in there. Well, now he, he was competing yeah. with Duncan tonight because I thought they both played well. Uh, they were both shooting the ball. I think Duncan it, closed, it, right? He wasn't competing with anybody. Like, <laughs> he wasn't competing with anybody. It's like, if you're one for eight, maybe let Max get a shot. I, just, oh, but, I mean, like, Hero's, Hero, he's always going to close because they like the ball handling. No, and, we're not talking about closing. We're just saying, in general, like, if you're stinking it up, you can let other people get shots. It's okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I, don't, I don't, yeah, I don't, just how many... Field goals that Tyler take today. He was oh god five for fourteen. Yeah, five for fourteen. And what, the three, and and now we remember the barrage came on at the end. At yeah, the yeah, end, yeah. Right. And he couldn't get. He couldn't shake Trey loose. Yeah. Like it, Trey was like Trey. Trey played hard. I don't want to. He did. I've never. He did. I don't. I've never seen that. I've never <laughs> seen it either. We're, we're thinking of the same clip, right? Yes. Yeah. It was a few clips. There's a clip running around on Twitter. And it's this guy is fucking. He's like Tony Allen, like fucking screen navigating. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, where are you, dude? Okay, and so if Trey <laughs> Young can personal. commit to playing hard, if Trey Young can commit to playing hard and jostling him that way, then like uh, these other lengthier guys, like I, I just, I don't know, I, I want something else from his game too, but I'm not all the way sure. Funny. It, it was it was funny, but I, I yeah. Shout out to Trey. Go ahead, Yurt. Shout out, but Yurt, Yurt. but I mean, because yeah, I mean, like I, I don't. It's, is there somebody else I miss? Like I feel like no. we hit. I feel like we, we hit. hit. Yeah. yeah, you know, and just real quick, and I, you know, I, I just a couple minutes on this because I think we all have a couple things to say here. I, I think a lot of people were really. I, I, I said shared in the chat. Somebody tweeted, "It's like I'm done with this team after they didn't start Yurt." <laughs> Which is like, had to relax. Tiff and I were laughing because it's like, why was this the last straw? Like, right, there so this was the last straws. straw. Like, there this was, this was it. This Friday should have been over. it. If you had said that on Friday, I would have been like, I, I get it, bro. I, I, exactly. I didn't want to come back to Twitter either. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. Um, but it was, yeah. So he didn't start. He didn't play today. He was back after his uh, uh, all-star G League showing. And... Uh, Fans, fans are excited because they haven't seen them all year, and I think they just want anything that's not what yeah. they have. So they were mad. I, I think so I'm not. Everybody knows that I'm not a fan of of playing two bigs, especially one that doesn't shoot the ball well. I also think like they stink, and it's like I just like give it a look. You know what I mean? Like play Yurt <laughs> like they do Jokic. Play them really high. Let Bam fucking fly on the back line for help, and just like see how it goes. You know, on offense, they're not going to score. I don't even think that'll work. But whatever. Maybe you can maybe you can find something defensively that is interesting and you have something to give a team a different look. And <laughs> I don't like it. If I were the coach, thank God I'm not. I probably wouldn't do it. I don't I don't think it's really worth the look. But I'm not going to sit here and say that's stupid. Don't even try it. Even if I think it's a little stupid, don't even try it. I think we're we're past the point that they're stupid ideas. If right. if fucking Chris, if they, if Chris Quinn is like, hey, I, I think I can shoot thirty six percent, Spo might say, suit up, bro, because they don't have options. So that's kind of right. where I am with the your thing, and I think fans just want to see something that's not the shit that they have. Right. 
that's it. They want something different, and I don't blame them. We, this, come on, how many times we got to watch this movie to know the ending? Like, it could be <laughs> worse though. <laughs> it could. No, be worse. It, 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 it could, could always it could. be worse. It could always. But I mean, and, I already knew he wasn't playing. I think I told I told Bon I was like I don't see him playing. He ain't playing. No and I and sadly he didn't play. But did I want to see it? Yes. Why not? Like what yeah. are we doing? Like <laughs> first of all, you didn't. If I knew he wasn't playing because like Hamish was already out the rotation. Man, I miss him. Aww, I do. Miss who Hamish. has? Who was giving you a lot? Hamish so, was giving you. Yeah. Yeah, he was giving you a lot on the defensive end. So if he wasn't playing, I knew Yurt wasn't playing. Like, I think. I think that I think, Yurt will probably play when somebody misses a game, and he'll play right for like five or five minutes. Yeah, but when is that happening? I don't know. <laughs> let me Zell, not say that. Let me. Zeller might that. slip on a banana peel, knowing how this season goes. Yeah, let me Listen, not say that. <laughs> I think like so maybe the offense sucks with it. Um and and as you said, maybe there's something that you you kind of find remotely interesting defensively to make it worth uh, maybe throwing out there a little bit. I look at Yurt kind of as like a little bit, or or what Yurt can give you. I think is a little bit analogous to the athleticism conversation we had in the in the group chat the other day. And not that Yurt is athletic, but what athleticism does and how that makes things easier. We talk about like them as a as a as a rebounding team. They are whatever they are. The NBA countdown had them dead last. You were talking about rebounding percentage, they're somewhere in fifth. Pick the stat you want to so they're fifth to look at. defensive rebounding. They're like defensive, correct. They're like 15th in like normal like total percentage. Rebound percentage, yeah. They're like yeah, dead and- last in offensive rebounding. Right. And so things like that, right? Like Yurt is a walking double double. I think he gives you some offensive rebounding. I think he helps your your defensive rebounding. And 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 while they are a good rebounding team, it's because they know that they have to do it by committee. They know that they have to do it collectively. I think if you have individuals who are better able to snag rebounds, you are better able to get out and break. You don't have three, four people under the basket. And so now we can get out. Now we can look up. Now we maybe can get some easier points. I don't know that Yurt is the fix. I don't know that he's the antidote. He probably isn't. And and if they are serious about trying to make this last, you know, this last push, and I don't know where they are in the standings, if they're serious about what they want to do or look like playoff-wise, then cool, you know, don't play him or whatever. But the idea that there's just like, no use for him or he can't give you anything. I think I disagree with. Maybe he doesn't give you anything this season because they do they have already brought in love. They brought in Zeller. They still, you know, have to figure out how they can get the most out of those two. Um, they probably don't have time to try to reintegrate someone like a him. Um, but I if you are someone who feels like this team is pretty bottomed out and that they're probably a first round out or maybe don't make the play or whatever it is, if you think that they're not going anywhere. I can understand the idea of, well, shit, let's just play with the, some toys. No, like, let's just see what we have here. Um, but if they are be, if they are serious and, you know, want to make this this last, last push, then I, I understand it. Um, bring them back next season? I don't know. Like, is I there, think there's space for him next season. He's a free agent, right? Is he? Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's no, we'll, they will, we'll see how that goes. I imagine they get him on the cheap. I just don't really yeah. see how he'd be like a desired commodity. I gotta be honest. I mean, he'd probably oh, be more. Oh, I disagree. I think. I think he'd probably. You think? You think somebody would like on him? I think. I think teams are going back to weaponizing size, and not that small ball is dead, but like you, there is a finite amount of talent and and people that can really really weaponize like a a small ball philosophy and i yeah. think you start to see teams kind of of course you want length at your, like, your you think like a positions. team though no i agree with you but like he's coming off an injury and like he hasn't played and like sure all they but gotta do is offer him young. one do- like he one dollar more yeah, but my, my my like they're they could give him like I don't think that they'll be outbid for him. I think if he leaves, it's because he's like, sure. Yeah. Like sure. I, I think he's not going to get enough money that like, is going to be out of Miami's yes. range. And I, I, no, I, I don't I see them bringing, Z- I think Zeller is a guy that would, is just totally played himself out of Miami's yeah. price range. I think somebody will swap, yeah. will yeah. snag him for like three or 4 million. And then that's, and then also listen. last thing, last thing with him, they let PJ go, right. They came into the season with Bam, Yurt and Deadman. There is no way that, and Caleb. They didn't have and Caleb. I'm not Caleb's not a big. I'm not joking. doing that. <laughs> I know. Um, but there's no way I don't think that they didn't envision him having some type of of contributing role. They tried. Um, I mean, so I think that they and Ethan might be able to talk to us about this on Hangover Time. But it would appear to me that they thought he would be like the backup center, and Deadman was the third guy who they basically signed as a salary. Yurt gets hurt. They tried him with Bam in preseason. It did not look great. the The numbers were bad, and it just didn't. It just felt a little gummy. But they tried it. They did. They did try it. Um, I so I, I don't, hard. huh? But the injury didn't help. I said I don't know that I think they tried hard enough. But also the injury didn't. Help. I don't think so they tried hard I, enough. I but that. I think they tried it and it didn't look good. And they're like, ah, we'll re- we'll revisit this later. Uh, sure. We'll, we'll shelve this. I mean, because I mean, Spoke tried it late last year too, and it. It was mixed results, you know, and they tried it again. But Bam so, is different. But Bam this year is different. Bam well, yeah, that's 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 year. why you that's why you shelve it and you you know kind of wait. Yeah. Does Bam make a leap on offense and we can try it yeah. again? Um, but you know, and and last thing on 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 this is that like I thought tonight was a good example of like Bam plays well when guards are active and moving, and like there were a couple plays. So like Duncan does the thing that I like where he'll set a screen in the middle of the floor for Bam to come off of. And they used to do that a lot. And like Bam would just kind of like get the ball on the wing and then like do a handoff. Now he was like going, I mean, he had one where he traveled. He had another one on that jump shot. He had another play where he scores off of that, where Duncan sets a pick kind of like in the middle of the floor, Bam comes off of it, gets the ball and he has space and he's like one dribble away from the basket. And they have to switch that because, like, they're just not going to get there in time. And it's, like, Mm -hmm. kind of actions like that where you're, like, okay, well, like, Duncan's, like, really active like that, you know, because Max is, like, doing other things on offense. And Max is also a bigger guy, so that switch Mm -hmm. is, like, really less favorable. Like, you know, Tyler's not good at it. And Duncan's, like, for all that he is, he's, like, a very physical kind of guy. And, Mm -hmm. you know, as funny as it is to say that about, like, this, like, kind of awkward-looking dude, he does have physical screen. So I like that stuff with Bam more so than the big, big screens. And, like, I like some of the high-low stuff that he does with Love and, like, he did with Olenek, but I love the mm-hmm. stuff that he does with, with guards. So I think I, – I agree with you. I think a diet of both is important, and I think they will try to find ways to incorporate um, 
either Zeller or Yurt or whatever, depending on kind of the matchups um, right. that they'll face. I think also just I, I, I feel like the, before we get out of here, like at some point they got to solidify a rotation. <laughs> don't ask them questions they don't know yet. Exactly. <laughs> well, like there's there's like a legitimate question of like, are we going to get a point guard back? And like, right. where do we play yeah. him? Right. I, yeah. I think they have questions about, I think, you know, I don't think Oladipo is ever out of the rotation, but I think Duncan raises an interesting conversation. If like, he's going to be like a good offensive player again, you know, now you have to ask yourself some questions about their rotation. Um, yeah. So I don't think they have answers yet because of course, nothing this season makes sense. Right. Um, so I agree with you, though. I mean, they I mean, stay tuned next week on Dragon Ball Z. Right. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> what? I'll say one thing. Caleb looks good again. Oh, Caleb was great. Well, I, I wonder why. I, Back to looked, the bench. Woo. Just keep it there. He yep. played really Ooh. well today. And I was like, Spo, don't you dare. Because he did well with the, starting, with the starting lineup. Right. He played well with Gabe and Jimmy. Like when he in that there yep. was like a stretch. And I was like, don't mm-hmm. don't you dare, Spo. Just, just, just leave it. Let that piece of nature be restored. Yeah. Let it, that it, man. It looks, stay it looks where really he is. good when he could just come in and just give you that 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 boust of energy. He could just come yeah. in, run the floor, and just be Caleb. Very and shout out to him. Shout and shout out to him. Like it, it's it's it is uh, the idea of like do what's best for the team is very easy yeah. to 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 spout off, and that is what people should do. But it is not always the easiest thing to do. Like, right. do was starting, do was playing fine or whatever, and to to be put back in a more natural role. And I'm sure it hurt. I'm sure it hurt his ego or whatever it was. But like, put it to the side. Just come out and hoop and play and and give the team what they need from you. And and props to him for for being a professional. Shout out to shout out to Caleb for being a professional. We love it. And by the way, literally last thing, Jimmy's been a gamer since All Star break. Man went to Argentina, then a gamer. Um, <laughs> this is I, 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 he, he balls. He he comes. He he comes and he he he. My man hoops. You know what I yeah. mean? That's uh. There's not there's not much more to say. I mean, we saw the game face. I'm weak. Where is this picture from? That was the. I think that was the last Atlanta game. Look how angry he looks. I know. I, I said this pregame. This is brass every time uh, draft beats mentioned. Whenever Moose starts <laughs> talking about the draft, that's fucking brass's face. Or when the Heat lose and he has to do hangover time. Or when the Knicks win. Or like, when the Knicks win. Or the Knicks win. Or when Kenny's late to hangover time. Kenny, Kenny, what the Kenny, what the fuck? Tiff, what the fuck? I can't is wait. I can't wait till we find a reason to throw Tyke in the back of this picture, just because. Just because. <laughs> You know, if, if it wouldn't be problematic, I would love a cutout of that and just brass yelling at everybody. But I feel like that's I, th- I feel like that's venturing into things we shouldn't. Yeah. You doing yeah. white face? Right? You know? No, oh, we're not yeah. doing white face. He's 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 doing Jimmy. <laughs> face. It was it was the funny facial expression. But I was like, yeah, maybe we shouldn't. <laughs> black and time. Listen, black and time was was bad enough. People are yeah. like, you aired that. Like my friends, I watched it, and I was like, "Yeah." I still don't think I've seen the last one. I'm you still stuck on the Kevin Durant no, just, one. Wait till you see it. Just, I haven't seen the last one. My friend called I think me. All of the right shows for hot not to be on. I love that for me. <laughs> my friend called me on vacation. He went home to Jamaica with some family. He called me, and he was like, 
I just saw the clip he put up. He's like, you did, you, you aired that? And I go, <laughs> I didn't air anything. I go, my <laughs> producer and my post-game show host did. And he goes, your company's over. <laughs> he goes, he goes, canceled. He goes, they, um, they, they cancel people for less. <laughs> I haven't seen it shit. Wait till you see it. Fucking crazy. Take us out, G. Take, Take us, us out. out we love you, chat. We will see you tomorrow. Uh, Alex Solana rejoining the podcast. Whoa. Clamata? Clamata, that's you? Yeah, we'll see what funny drink he brings. And then, of course, basket. Basket Uh, for babies. Hit him one time. One time. Um, Moose has to be on that show because everybody, literally everybody tweeted, we need Moose to do basket for babies. Um, But it's a a great cause, and it's it's run by Dos Minutos as an organization. You may know him on Twitter. Um, He... You know, it's a it's for healthy mothers, healthy babies, for a lot, you know, about childbirth and, and complications during birth, which disproportionately happens to women of color. So, you know, please remember to, you know, if you have to donate. And even if you donate a little bit, you'll be entered to win tickets for Heat uh, Grizzlies, uh, T- TBD on if Jaw plays, whatever the hell's going on with him. But you can boo Jaron Jackson Jr. And if that's not a sell, <laughs> I don't know what is. So remember, our charity stream is on Wednesday. Dose is coming through. We're going to have a great time. God, Lord knows what nut milk he's going to bring this time. Uh, but we love you guys, and we appreciate all the support. So see you tomorrow and then again on Wednesday for uh, for Cap. Uh, hashtag nut milk. No. <laughs> Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.